0: Welcome to Smart Poker Study, the podcast dedicated to helping you earn more money, study more effectively, and be 1% better every day. I'm your host, Sky Matsuhashi. In last week's episode number 238, I taught you how to handle an opponent who can read your soul and gave you ways to avoid revenge tilt. It's poker study time, y'all. So, thank you very much for sharing this show with some of your friends. I really do appreciate you spreading the word via the Twitters, the Facebooks, or maybe just uh, one on one cooler, uh, water cooler conversations. So, thank you very much. And of course, thank you very much to my newest Patreon insider, Riley. Heisler, Riley started supporting just this prior week, so thank you very much Riley. You got in right before that June 1st hit. Um so I do appreciate that support. If you would like to support the show as well and get some valuable rewards in return, just go to patreoncom study That's exactly where Riley went. Um and uh you know, once you get there, you can there are different levels of support, so you just choose the one that works for you. Next week I'm going to release the two rewards for June. The $5 podcast reward is going to be called choosing when and where to play for profits. The $10 video reward. I don't know what the video is going to be called yet, but it's basically going to be a review of 12 2 bet calling hands so that you can see what I consider before I call pre flop. So once you begin your support on Patreon, you'll have access to the current month's reward as well as access to the archive of patron only content. So get in on this, start your support, patreon.com slash smart poker study. Alrighty, this is the first episode in the month of profits. So I'm going to share with you 11 ways that you're hurting your poker profits. And I'll give you one simple solution for each of them. But first, the challenge. Challenge. Here's my challenge to you for this episode. Choose one of the 11 profit boosting solutions that you're about to hear and implement it today. Start with the one that you have a natural gut reaction to. That's the one that you know you need to work on most, so trust your gut and get to work. Now it's your turn to take action and scooby-dooby-do something positive for your poker game. Oh, that's it now, get out there and be somebody. Please visit the show notes page for everything I discussed today, along with screenshots and links at www.smartpokerstudy.com pod240. And as a bonus for everybody who goes to the show notes page for today, you can download an exclusive PDF, which is called the Top 11 Poker Profit Boosters. Now, this worksheet condenses the 11 concepts that, that I'm discussing today, and it gives you the simplest strategies that you must implement to earn more profits on the felt. So once again, go to the show notes page, smartpokerstudy.com pod240, and fill out the box at the top of the page for your free download. It's time. Gambate! And now for our feature presentation... Most of my students come to me as losing players, but they don't know why they're losing. We go through their database and we find different leaks to plug and various skills to develop. So an important question that they could be or should be asking is, why am I losing? Um, even if my students don't ask me this question, this is the question that I answer over and over again throughout our one-on-one sessions. So in today's podcast, I'm going to answer this question, why am I losing? I'm going to answer that 11 times over and share with you one simple solution for each of the answers. Now with each answer, I'll go into a little explanation of the problem and then I'll give you my simple solution. When I say simple solution, that doesn't mean it's an easy solution. It might be a solution that contradicts your natural on the felt tendencies, or it might be a solution that takes a lot of time or maybe a lot of practice to implement. But I do call them simple solutions because it's the one thing that is going to make the biggest impact to your poker profits. So let's get to it the 11 profit boosting solutions. Now, problem number one is that you are playing too many hands. So the more hands you play, the weaker you are on the flop. Now, I know folding a lot pre flop can be boring, but embrace the fold. The loosest players are the losingest players. So here's your simple solution, fold more often pre-flop. If you need more justification for this, listen again to episode number 230, where I discussed Waiting for Straighters by Tommy Angelo. Problem number two, you undervalue the power of position. You've heard me go on and on about having position in the podcast (laughs) almost every episode it seems, right? Uh, The reason for this is position is the most important advantage to have at the table. If there was one thing, like one magical thing that you could implement that would lead to winning poker, it would be to be seated on the button for every hand that you are ever dealt. I know that's impossible, but we can all dream, right? So here's your simple solution. Strive to play in position as much as possible. Call less frequently out of the blinds, three bet more often from the cutoff and the button, and raise it to a size in the earlier positions to get everyone else to fold and only the blinds to call. Problem number three, you don't play enough poker. Now, this is tough for live players, but not for online players. You need to put in enough volume to get beyond the variance that's inherent in poker. The more you play, the more the math will favor your positive EV decisions, and you're more likely to end the week or the month a profitable winner. So here's your simple solution. Put in more volume. Strive for 5,000 hands or more per month. Problem number four. Once again, we're answering the question, why am I losing? One of the answers is you don't do the work. So most of your time is spent playing poker, and this is your opportunity to practice the strategies that you're learning. But if you're not working off the felt to improve your strategic understanding of the game, where are your new strategies coming from? I know you want to become a better 3-bet bluffer, you want to c-bet more effectively, and you want to use better bet sizing. So here's the simple solution. Spend time off-the-felt studying. Watch videos, read articles, and listen to podcasts about the strategies that you want to use. Take notes, and purposefully practice what you're learning. Problem number five, you call too much! We know that aggressive poker is profitable poker, and passive poker is basically like playing bingo. You look down at your two hole cards, you call pre-flop, and you're relying on hitting a hand on the flop, on the turn, or the river. But when you throw out the bet or the raise instead of calling, you've now given yourself fold equity and an additional way to win the pot. So here's the simple solution. Get more aggressive with bets and raises in order to get your opponents to fold, and stop relying on hitting your hand. Problem number six, you three bet way too small. Your preflop three bet is intended to do one of three things. Either take the pot down by making everyone fold, or gaining value from your strongest hands, or isolating a weak open raiser who you can take advantage of post-flop. Three betting to only six big blinds, or even worse, making it three big blinds over somebody's min-raise preflop That does not accomplish any of these three things. When was the last time you saw somebody fold to a 3-bet of less than 6 big blinds? And when somebody called that 6 big blinds with pocket jacks versus your pocket aces, don't you think they still would have called 9 or even 10 big blinds? So here's the simple solution. Make every 3-bet at least 9 big blinds. This gives your wide-ranged, open-raising opponents and those yet to act less of a reason to call and less of a reason to forbet you. And when they do call and you have pocket aces, you're getting loads of more value out of them before the flop even hits. And just after the break, I'll give you five more profit-boosting solutions. So a few shout outs today. The first goes out to people who purchased the Finding and Plugging Leaks with Poker Tracker 4 webinar. This was John Walsh, Johan Siederland, Al Matthews, Mark Remnant, Gabriel Sampson, Frank Tanner, Half Day, Kevin Summers, Tim Palumbo, David Ridge, Vidar Sorensen, Michael Kanzier. Thank you very much all for purchasing that Finding and Plugging Leaks with Poker Tracker 4. I know we covered a ton of stuff. It ended up being a 90 minute webinar as opposed to just my original plan of 60. But I think, and I hope for you, that it was super valuable. So thank you very much. And if you want to get that webinar for yourself, just go to the show notes page. You can find a link to it towards the bottom of the page. Alrighty, Michael Cook and Craig Boyle both purchased Poker Tracker Four through my affiliate link. They went to smartpokerstudy.com slash poker tracker four. That's all one word with the number four at the end. They clicked the link there, they selected the level of poker tracker four that they wanted, made the purchase, forwarded their purchase receipt to me via email, and then I sent them my smart HUD in thanks for their support. So once again, thank you, Michael and Craig, for getting Poker Tracker Four through me. And lastly, Alex Panda purchased the PDF version of Volume 1 of How to Study Poker. If you want the PDF version as well, as opposed to like a Kindle version or the audiobook version, just go to today's show notes page and click the link at the bottom. Alrighty, back to class, poker people. So let's get back to it. I've got five more problems and five more simple solutions for you. Once again, we're answering the question, why am I losing money? Number seven is you aren't capable of folding even when you know you're beat. So why can't you get it through your head that when your opponent bets big or raises on the Turner River, they only do this with a very strong hand? Think about how you play. How frequently do you bluff the Turner River with large bets and raises? For most of us, it's not often at all. I know you want to confirm your read while at the same time you hope your top pair hand is good on that three flush or the four straight board. But stop hoping and stop calling to confirm your read. Here's the simple solution. Trust your gut and fold when you believe you are beat. You've already confirmed your read hundreds if not thousands of times in the past by making poorly timed calls or poor calling decisions. Let those prior confirmations help you see the truth that your reads are good and be content that your fold in this situation right now is the best play. Problem number eight, you don't see bet enough. C-betting allows you to take down a lot of small pots pre-flop. I'm sorry, on the flop, I mean, and these pad your win rate. Now, you were the pre-flop raiser, so they know you can be holding a monster hand. I want you to represent that big hand by throwing out a C bet on hard to hit boards more often. Now here's the simple solution. C bet more often when you're in position on hard to hit boards and when your opponent has a folding tendency. Problem number nine, you always bet half pot. Players don't think twice about calling half pot bets nowadays. Everyone has been trained to see that half pot bet as a cheap bluff, so they don't work as often. Here's the simple solution. Start using a larger two-thirds pot or greater bet sizing. This will gain you more value when you have that really strong hand, and it will gain you more frequent folds when you're bluffing. And if they fold versus your nutted hand, so be it. Any winning pot is a good pot. Problem number 10, you chase poor draws. So you know you shouldn't be calling with that under gutter on the turn versus a tight player. You know you shouldn't be set mining in a 3-bet pot with only a 30 big blind stack. You know you shouldn't call a a 1.5 times pot raise with an open-ended straight draw. You know these things, yet you still chase poor draws and you often pay too much in the process. So here's the simple solution. Use outs and odds math to determine whether or not to chase your draw. And if you need help with this, go back and listen to episode 138 for more on using out and odds math. But everything boils down to, if you're drawing to a hand in order to make a profitable call, the bet has to be small enough so that your chance of hitting the hand is greater than the odds you're paying to see the next card. All right, the final problem, number 11, the answer to the question of why am I losing money? You blame others for your losses. So it's always somebody else's fault, right? The dealer, the cards, your idiot opponents, maybe the poker site that you're playing on. That site is against you. They want you to lose. Well, there are so many things to blame for your losses, but the number one perpetrator is yourself. You're the one who got frustrated because you were card dead and you spewed your stack with Jack 8 suited. You're the one who tightened up too much on the bubble in hopes that the short stacks will bust. Then you bubbled when you got down to three big blinds with ace-eight off-suit. Did you play until 2 a.m.? Yep, you made that choice. You're the one who played with game five of the World Series on television, and you're the one who chose to play 10-8 suited from under the gun, and you barreled three streets with your busted flush draw and lost to a second pair hand. Here's the simple solution. Take responsibility for your losses and work to figure out what you can do to correct your issues. No more playing the victim. The Lord works in mysterious ways, don't I? A good day. Bye-bye. Bye, me. Bye, you, Keo. This episode isn't complete until you head to the show notes page at www.smartpokerstudy.com/pod240. Go there for screenshots and links, and to discover ways in which you can support the podcast to keep me keeping on. And remember that bonus PDF called "The Top 11 Poker Profit Boosters." can be found in the show notes page. Thank you so much for listening today. If you enjoyed this episode and learned a little something, please tell a friend or leave a glowing five-star review on your favorite podcatching app. If you can type or say the words, smart poker study, you can find me on Alexa, YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, and Twitch. Alrighty, poker peeps. In the next episode, number 241, I'll dive deep into the three things that you must begin doing off the felt to improve your skills and make more money. Word of mouth is the best advertising, so thank you very much for sharing this show with other poker people. Your sharing, and caring is what helps us grow. Until next time, study smart, play much, and make your next session the best one yet.